Welcome to Journey Under 30, a roadmap drawn in discovery. I am Colin Parker, and this is roadmap number three. Uh, so I'm actually really excited about this one uh, because there's been sort of a development. Uh, this is actually really kind of a fun thing for me, at least. So, uh, sorry, I'm actually turning the page here in my notebook. You might be able to hear that in the background. So, one of the classes that I took here during the first day of taking classes, or rather yesterday during my first day of taking classes, uh, I took a class that I didn't talk about on roadmap number two, uh, which is actually, it ended up kind of working out because now I get to talk about it today with an update already ready to go. So uh, the the next thing that I took after the the um, kind of like the speech in a way uh, or like the forward I think is what I ended up calling it uh, by Guy Kawasaki. Uh, the next thing I listened to was Entrepreneurship Foundations, uh, which was led by Kim Kaup, and uh, she was fantastic. I loved this class a lot. Uh, she's a very good speaker, uh, and I've actually kind of gone out to look at some of the episodes of podcasts that she has guested on uh, and have kind of already started trying to find if there's a way that we can get her here on Journey Under 30, because uh, guess what? Fun fact for you, she is a former, well, I guess she technically still is, but she is a recipient of the Forbes 30 Under 30. Uh, so she is a 30 Under 30 alum. So that would be really great to talk with her and to talk about you know, her journey up until that point, um, which part of it I kind of now know because she talks about it throughout this course and kind of gives some real life examples, which I think is very important. I think that if you're going to be teaching on topics like this, uh, I know some, I, 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 it's very interesting. Sometimes I know people who will listen to things like this and they will have an issue with a teacher constantly kind of telling you things that they've done. But at the same time, I kind of personally think that that's the better way to do it. Uh, when I was at Loyola University of New Orleans, when I was in Billy O'Connell's classes, I learned so much more from, from, from him telling us personal stories of situations that he found himself in to sort of answer a question and say, okay, so in relation to what your question is, this is the situation I found myself in and this is how I addressed it. Is there, you know, something in that that you could use? Because, you know, honestly, no matter what you do, you will never have all the answers, but perhaps something that you say or something that you have experienced could give an idea or be helpful in some way to somebody else. And Kim's uh, story and you know life situations and everything like that were uh, were something that really spoke to me and you know things that were very interesting to me. Uh, and we're going to try and get through as much of it as possible. Um, but I I want to give my update about her actually, and also like some kind of uh, social media related things, uh, first and foremost, just because I don't want to forget about it. So after I took this class, I went out and I tweeted about it. And I talked about how much I enjoyed the class and how I learned a lot from it. And there were things that obviously it's now too late for me to have done because these are a lot of the things that were in this course are sort of like the before you launch a company here are things to take into consideration. And there were things that I obviously didn't know back when we started the Scavengers Network. And there were things that I think could have helped make the launch a little easier. And there are little things that I'm kind of like, oh, I kind of wish I had known this. But at the same time, like, you know, we did okay. We're doing all right. We're doing fine. So I'm okay with that. 
Uh, so I tweeted about it and, you know, tagged her and everything like that. And she almost immediately responded and was kind of like, hey, you know, I guarantee you that you're doing much better than you think you are. We are all obviously always our toughest critic, which, you know, I think is a um, kind of like a general response. Uh, but I also think that there is absolutely truth. And I think that sometimes even those types of responses give you exactly what you need and like there is truth in them, right? So we had a very small back and forth, and I just talked about how the class meant to me and you know how nice it was to kind of hear back from her on this topic. That was actually a really fun little thing. Uh, and again, just the fact that like this is a Forbes 30 under 30 alum, a you know group of people that I would like to also be a part of. Uh, and so that was kind of fun and interesting and kind of an interesting little way that all of this sort of interconnects, and I feel like that's awesome. Uh, something else, though, that happened between us was that she tweeted out a picture that kind of was also another reason why I've been doing this whole thing, right, is the fact that we are hitting now, wait, let me think, I think today actually is day one, right? Yes, today is day one of the last 90 days of the year. Uh, and also, interestingly enough, the last 90 days of this decade. So I feel like that's kind of double fold an important number and bit of information. Uh, but she tweeted out a picture that was like, you know, it's the last 90 days of the year. You know, what are you going to do with that time? How are you going to spend it wisely? And so I retweeted it with the caption of making the Forbes 30 under 30. Uh, and so she liked that. And I, I hope that maybe someday it'll be like, not just a like, but a, hey, you did it. So that's kind of a cool and fun little thing. So let's get into our class as much as we can in the next, oh crap, like four minutes. Maybe I'll go a little longer than 10 since I talked a lot about social media. Uh, but basically, I'm going to go through as many of these bullet points as I can. The first thing was, what is your why? So, you know, are you ready to become a business owner? You know, you should make a roadmap, which was something that I put a little star next to because isn't that funny? That's exactly what we're doing right now. Uh, build a foundation, you know, like for like, where is everything starting? Where's the ground level? Where did it all start? This is sort of your origin story of your company or your group or your project, whatever it is that you're starting. Um, figure out what your passion and your drive is. And this is the key. This is the key um, uh, that's going to give you strength on the path. Uh, and then there's a whole bunch of stuff for pre-launch. You know, what are things that you need to know? Are you ready financially? What are your worst case scenarios? You know, are people ready? Um, a lot of the times it's, you know, very interesting because that was something that really resonated me as, as well. Now, a lot of the people that we kind of started this project off with um, have sort of shifted their priorities. And obviously a lot of them are still here, um, but also some of them, you know, for example, there were a couple couple friends of ours who um, had a second child, and that really was just going to eat too much of their time, so they kind of took a step back. Uh, some people went back to college kind of like I did, but for them, the college stuff then and, and things related to their college work and their new jobs and everything became their new priorities. So things change, um, and so that's kind of an interesting little thing. Um, and then also, you know, the last bit of the what is your why is kind of talking about your startup challenges, you know, pinpoint the weaknesses, but also specifically sometimes yours, you know, you're not a superhero, you can't do it all. So, you know, you can kind of give yourself some leeway and give yourself a little bit of credit 
but also be sure to ask for help when you need it. And that is something that I struggled with. Well, that I still struggle with, but I, I struggled with it even worse in the beginning. Um, and uh, then there's the thing that's like, so you start off with making this sort of a side hustle. And that's kind of where we're still at right now. Um, you're starting off in low-risk markets and methods. You know, a lot of the times you're working for free, which definitely is a big thing in podcasting. You know, this is a free media, uh, unless you're on Luminary, which, you know, we've already addressed and why that's not great. Um, but, you know, doing things just to sort of get your name out there is, is huge because word of mouth is the best form of marketing. Uh, I'm going to skip over the funding stuff uh, just so I can... I'm going to try to skip over some of these things, like I said. So the next thing that I'm going to talk about is finding your team of superheroes. So you want to look for mentors and advisors, uh, people that might not necessarily be in the company, but people that you can go to with questions, with issues, etc. Uh, and so there's definitely people that I have that are current mentors. Uh, but a very interesting thing that she had mentioned was the fact that Sometimes your mentors or your advisors that get you to one point won't be the people that will get you to the next point, uh, which I found to be very interesting and something that I also noticed. Like, I still have a life mentor, if you will. You know, I don't know what else to call him, but um, Colin O'Brien, a former teacher of mine, is someone that I still go to with sort of life questions and life issues. Uh, but I obviously don't necessarily go to him for certain things anymore because now I'm now kind of pursuing a field that he is not a part of. So he's not necessarily going to have the answers for getting me to that next step. Um, so I still go to him for like option A, but for option B, I go to like Billy O'Connell or to Kendra Reed or anybody else, right? So it's it was a very interesting thing and also, you know, an idea of like how to look for people who can just be mentors that just kind of give you 10, 15 30 minutes of their time every now and then just for checkups and for quick questions. You kind of get a little bit of their time and you, you know, give them back the rest of their time. Uh, it was a really interesting thing. Um, the other thing is talking about co-founders and team members, uh, knowing the different skills that people have, know what traits you're looking for, look for people with the same vision, uh, and being sure that you're being adamant about telling others what you need. Again, that's kind of part of the asking for help thing that I have not always been the best at, uh, but we've definitely taken huge strides in that. I will make a note to make sure that we come back to talk about like our leadership team here at some point and about kind of the growth there as well. Um, there was a lot of talk about marketing 101, which I think I'm going to skip over for now and include that in more marketing speech later. Um, Number six was scaling your business, starting up, you know, getting your capital, getting to grow your business with, you know, people that are near and dear to you and having, uh, once again, the word of mouth to build you up. Personal branding and public relations. Uh, it's always best coming from you. Start small, build off wins. Um, focus on business outcomes and opportunities. Always focus on the, what's best for the business and then pitch yourself thoughtfully. Uh, and then I wrote down this quote, actually. I thought this one was really interesting. The big fish are out there for the taking, but it's much easier to catch them when you've become a master of catching the small ones first. I think that's a really important lesson. Um, we've talked about it before with someone uh, that we've talked about their career kind of unfortunately going nuclear because of sort of dangerous 
practices and behaviors and trying to skip uh, from, you know, fishing in the small for the smaller fish and just trying to immediately catch the largest fish possible, but still with the, the smallest equipment, you know, so like that's sort of something that, re, you know, was uh, resonating with me and made a lot of sense. And once again, I then had a personal story that I could relate that to, and it just kind of clicked for me. Uh, the last thing that I'll talk about is self-management. She talked about self-motivation and goal setting. Um, you know, this project is kind of a great example of me trying to do just that. Uh, also, you know, having a work-life balance, that's something that I'm still not necessarily great at, but for right now, it's what works, you know? Um, but I, I do also still have people who can lift me up and then people who check in on me um, and separate me from my work. And also, the last thing I'll talk about on that is the fact that I do have people who also, um, uh, people that who also um, keep me in check. You know, uh, as Austin Antoine has said to me before, never go Hollywood. So I made sure to take note of that as well. Okay, I think that that's probably a pretty good spot to leave it at for today. Uh, as always, you can reach out to me on Twitter at Colin M. Parker, C-O-L-I-N-M-P-A-R-K-E-R. Uh, hit me up. Tell me what your thoughts are on the classes that I'm taking, about other things that I could be paying attention to. Uh, you know what I mean? Just let me know what you think of all of this. Uh, you can also hit us up on Twitter at ScavengersNet. You can hit up the, the network, I mean, rather. Uh, let us know, uh, you know, what kind of things that you want to see us work on, what kind of things you want to see us do next. We have a lot of plans, and we are also still up to taking suggestions. We are working on just, just a whole bunch of stuff for 2020. Kind of like I said earlier, right? We're making sure that we spend the last 90 days really hitting it hard, uh, both individually and also as a group. And I am really excited for the things that we're going to be bringing forward in 2020. As always, you can um, support the Scavengers Network and this show and many other shows by going to www.patreon.com slash the scavengers network. Uh, for just $2, you can get all of the bonus materials. And uh, for other tiers, you can get a whole bunch of other cool things. Of course, you can also go to www.scavengersnetwork.com to check out all of the other wonderful shows here on the network. Something that I'm going to go ahead and suggest now is a show that hasn't actually aired just yet, but it is coming out very soon. And by the time that you hear this episode, it will be uh, coming up in just about a week. Um, just under a week, I think, actually. So uh, make sure to look out for The Broads and the Bees. It's just a lovely little show talking about um, destigmatizing certain elements of sexual health and sexual education as well as talking about those topics and sexual awareness and all sorts of other wonderful things. There's a lot of great conversation happening there. And season one launches on October 15th. So check that out. You can listen to the teaser trailer now. And then again, if you subscribe now, you'll be listening to episode one just under a week after you hear this episode. Well, hey, thank you so much for listening to Roadmap number two. As always, I am Colin Parker. You have been listening to Journey Under 30. I will see you again tomorrow. And I'll see you on the Forbes.
The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven, community-focused, treasured content. Do you wish your life was a little more spooky? Well, what the heck? Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Tall tales. Although we went to dinner last night and you told the lady on our wait list that our name was Cradge. Was it Cradge? <laughs> Creepy cryptids. Or Pizza Rat. Pizza Rat is pizza and a rat. Yeah, it's double delicious. He's a rat with pizza. It's like, yeah. oh man. Thank God there hasn't been a corn dog rat. Or you'd be eating that I think, rat. You know what? I think in my defense, if someone was like, you ate a live rat, I'd say, well, it was holding a perfectly good corn dog. <laughs> Monstrous goofs. Well, you could probably just put a video because like our tombstones will probably just be like videos replaying. They'll be like memes or oh gifts. Yeah. Our tombstones will probably just be gifts. That's, that's one of the coolest things you've ever said. A spooky spot. <laughs> Sorry, there's something stuck in my throat that whole time. Spooky Spouses, a part of the Scavengers Network and Viddy Space. New episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts.